Talk with Ben Tompkins. Hey, how you doing, everybody? This is Real Talk. I am Ben Tompkins. We are presented by Nobody Currently. These are the mixtape days, but you know what? The mixtape days are no more. That's right. That's right. We are entering a new season in our life, one that we've been working towards, one that we've been manifesting, one that we've been just absolutely laying it all out there for and finally it has paid off my friends to be sitting here doing this episode you don't even understand what it took to get here for those of you that have been listening since the beginning of this allow me to reintroduce myself you know you've seen some of the journey but really when I talk about this from four years ago this is all of this has been dedicated calculated moves Four years in the making, as I sit here in my Woodspring Suites hotel room, where I'll be staying for the next five weeks, because your boy just moved to Atlanta, and he is now a chief storyteller for Cinemaker. So in some sense, the mixtape days have come to an end. Now that we are signed, I've got a job. I am a chief storyteller. How fucking cool is that? Okay. I have found a new home, somewhere to share all of my creative abilities and talents and efforts with, and I am very, very happy about it. I'm very grateful. I'm very humbled that I've been brought onto this team, get to live that hashtag startup life, you feel me? But for the next five weeks, I'm living out of a hotel room because my apartment isn't ready yet, and so it's kind of like boot camp. That's kind of how I'm treating this, is boot camp, and you may have seen the video that I put up a couple days ago, giving away some game talking about you can create any space into a pop-up studio. We're going to see how well it works. It's certainly keeping my sound in and not bouncing off of this wall that's sitting in front of me at this little tiny-ass desk. But in terms of the acoustics of this room, we're going to find out. So please excuse this episode. I've got tons of content that's going to be dropping over the next five weeks, and I'm very excited. I recorded all of those interviews before I left, so I just kind of banked up a lot of content, but man, holy shit, I got a job, I got a job, and I moved, and I moved, and you know what's so funny is that on the last episode that I was on, I was talking about, hey, I just need to take a step back, I need things for the show, aka money, I need money, well, how do I get money? Well, for 2020 and 2021, and most of 2022, It was either driving for Uber to make that money, and that's where Uber stories began, or it was hustling with ESPN as a runner and working a lot of the Kentucky basketball games this last season, which were pretty great. And so I really enjoyed that. But I I started to think, okay, I need to make this to the next level. How can I do that? And I just leveled the fuck up. Like, full stop. I just leveled the fuck up. And (laughs) it's just funny that it only took me, so I'm, I'm doing this. I've known that this was happening for a couple weeks now. I wanted to wait until I was actually here, sitting in this hotel room, knowing the kind of grind that I'm just committed to, a regular eight to five, nine to six, kind of, uh, and, and then getting off and on the weekends and in my free time, it's gonna be this show. And I have a lot of things planned for this show, and drawing a salary means that I now have money. So this show, over the next year, year and a half, two years, is going to blow up. It's going to. It's just, it's going to happen. 
But right now we're trapping out the motel, you know, stunting overnighters right by the motel. That's what we're on. But it's just funny that a couple weeks ago I put that episode out and I was just depressed. I was just down. I was like, I just, I can't do both. I'm feeling like I'm failing at both right now and I really need to find a job. And look, in two weeks, it took me two or three weeks, but I went out and did it. And now I'm a chief storyteller. So what's up? You know, like I did that. And it's awesome listening back to the first episode of this year that I did, 2022 Vision, and looking back at this list where I'm like, dude, I'm, I've am i done almost all the things that I said I wanted to do. My top five goals for this year, three of them, I just hit. Open mic ATL, guess what? Now I live in Atlanta. Now I'm going to live and camp out on the Beltline, and you guys are going to start seeing hella content coming from that, as well as the SEC tour that I'm going to be doing this fall. I cannot wait for that. That is going to be so fun. I'm so centrally located. There's so many great SEC schools, HBCU schools, community colleges all over the South. I am in driving distance of hundreds dozens at least, <laughs> and I'm going to be doing that this fall and this winter, so very excited for that, but that's that's a big one. That was like my number two top goal was Open Mic Atlanta, coming back down to the Beltline where this thing all started in some sense, and now I'm here, you know, and it's, and, and it's even crazier to think that a year ago, I was on the Beltline. It was my first Uber Story City, and I brought that concept to life and then I built upon it city after city. And now to be sitting here being like, yeah, I'm an Atlanta resident. <laughs> I can't. I mean, like, yeah, it's uh, according to plan, right? Exactly how it was supposed to pan out. But I also built a website and I realized profitability because now I'm, uh, you know, with Godfather Media LLC, that's how I'm being paid as an independent contractor. And so now I have profits to write my expenses off and profit to show. And it only took me two and a half years, like year one, year two, here we are, and your boy's profitable. So that was a big one. So three of the top five goals that I set for this year, I just crossed them all out. And in that 2022 vision episode, you know, I'm always talking about if you build it, they will come. I said, I'm going to throw the ball up and I just went up and I'm going to go grab it. And you know what? Guess what? If that 22 episode was me throwing the ball up, I'm in the end zone right now. I'm doing the big T.O. I'm flapping my wings like an eagle, baby. I'm Mike Vick stiffing people. We're... <laughs> it's touchdown season. It's touchdown season. And we're about to score all year long. So I'm I'm just like, dude, I've done all this stuff. And now this episode just feels so good. It just feels so good to do, man. I'm destroying my average listener numbers. They're going up and up and up. So new listeners, welcome in to my day ones. Shout out to you all. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I am like just, I'm just, man, I'm just grateful. I'm just, I'm just very grateful that it all worked out. I don't know how long I could have sat there and had stuff continue to just not work out and not pan out and just going on that roller coaster ride up and down, up and down. I'm dealing with bipolar mood swings up and down, up and down, up and down. I'm like, man, I'm built for this, but ah. I don't know how long I can last riding these waves. This is getting really, really scary. I mean, it's just like, 
But, you know, I got on medication and I found a job. And it's funny, I'm going to tell you a little bit about this job. So the company is Cinemaker. And what we do is we produce an app that you can use for video production. And it's really for live production, so you can stream on it. It streams straight to Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn. It has a lot of partnership with Zoom and with Apple products, so we're already integrated into those. We're working to get our subscriptions up, so that's what I'm going to be helping with a little bit is some sales and customer success. But I'm also, uh, you know, as my title suggests, a chief storyteller. I'm going to be helping a lot with content marketing. I'm going to start a Cinemaker Storyteller series where I highlight and interview people that are using the app, the applications that they are using it for, what it enables them to do, what they love about it. And I'm also going to be doing things for our website and our blog. So there's going to be a lot of content that's coming out. I will keep that mostly on the Cinemaker channels. There's not going to be too much crossover between what I do at work and what I do on this show. Other than to tell you that I've now got a full-time job. And I'm, I cannot be happier to be a part of the Cinemaker team. It is a startup. We're about five years old. We're based in Atlanta our engineering team is actually based in Ukraine, so they're a little bit displaced a little bit. It's funny how life's social events, sometimes they aren't impacting you in a personal way until they are. And I come into this company and our engineering team who works overseas is now displaced. We just opened up a new office in Bulgaria where some of those people are going to be able to hopefully get to and it's we're dealing with a lot man we're dealing with a lot it's some real world shit but uh you got to continue to persist my heart goes out to them my thoughts are with them and their families but you know and, and i'm hoping for an end and and peaceful resolution hopefully putin somebody fucking kills that guy what a prick okay but it's it's so it's humbling to be touched by that you know in a very personal way whereas before a couple weeks ago I, I really didn't have much of a connection to it so it's it's funny how things come full circle but I am working under Benjamin Nowak my founder and my CEO and it's a really funny story of how this actually happened because you got to understand like I taped that episode and I was like going through the job search process and you know what's fucking crazy 30 applications and not a single one of them got back to me to follow up with an interview. Not one. I got a few rejections and then it just got ghosted by everybody else. Now, is that an indictment of me? No, I don't believe so. I, I don't. I don't think that my worth is wrapped up in those results. I could give a fuck less about all those people, okay? Because the only one that I do give a fuck about is Ben and Cinemaker. And Ben reached out to me because, and I love this about Ben, because Ben is the founder and the CEO, and this is his baby, and he's brought this thing to life, and he's on LinkedIn reaching out to people that he thinks could benefit from this app. He's drumming up sales. I love that. I love that the founder and the CEO isn't above getting their hands dirty and drumming up some new business. And I, I just have a lot of respect for that. And when he reached out, I took a look, and I took a look at where they, the company was based, and I was like, hey, by the way, if you're looking for somebody that can do X, Y, and Z, I'm your guy. He took a look at my stuff. He listened to some episodes. He came back with some feedback. He was about it. And a couple weeks later, here I am. And I just got done. So it's like 
6.30 on a Tuesday, and I'm exhausted, all right? Been working full days yesterday and today, and it's great, and I, I wouldn't have it any other way. I couldn't wait all day. I was thinking about, I can't wait to get back to my hotel room so I can do this episode, because this is a big fucking flex, okay? It honestly is, but it's 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 beautiful. It's amazing, and I deserve this. I deserve to be here. I earned this. I've earned this opportunity. I've earned this path for myself. I've carved out this path for myself, and it feels great that it's actually working out. It's finally working out, and uh, we're going to hit some new levels this year, and I'm really excited, man, but Ben was very receptive to me, and after taking a look and taking a listen, he made an offer that I couldn't refuse. He made an offer that I couldn't refuse, and I was like, okay, I'm about it, and it's just funny. You know, when I had gone down to Atlanta not only last year and pitching the belt line, that was awesome, but then we went down for the Louisville game when they were playing at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. And they're playing in that kickoff game, right? The Chick-fil-A Classic. And I just kept on saying to my family, great things happened to me in Atlanta. Great things happened to me in Atlanta. And both of those trips, like great things did happen to me in Atlanta. And then fast forward a year, I'm sitting here and there's going to be a lot of great things that are going to happen to me in Atlanta. It's definitely some ups and downs, always riding the waves of life, but man, <laughs> I'm here now, Atlanta, Atlanta, it just rolls off my, I love it, Atlanta, man, my people down here, man, these are Southerners, man, just like, um, Atlanta is uh, a big city, I love big cities, you know, and that's what I want to talk about next, before just quickly one last time acknowledging how grateful and thankful I am to be a part of the Cinemaker team. Ben, shout out to you, man. Love you, and I uh, can't wait to fucking kill it for you, man. So I am uh, I'm, I'm really, really happy with where I'm at right now. But, man, looking back on the last four years, right? Because <laughs> it's funny, when you get towards the end of something, that's when you start to think about the beginning, Right. And so I'm going through and I'm reading all these journal entries that I've written over the last four years and all of these episodes that I've done, all these interviews that I've done, all these people I've had on the show, and I'm thinking about where it all started. And where it all started was a piece that I wrote, Why I'm Leaving California. And that was really deep, but that talked about where I was at, why I wanted to move, and I manifested a lot in that piece where I said, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go back to Kentucky. I'm going to find something in storytelling, whether it's journalism or broadcasting or working in a corporate storytelling job. Like, I'm going to do that. I want to be a chief storyteller. I had that written somewhere else. And I'm going back through all these things, and I'm just like, I did all that stuff. And it's funny because the conviction that I spoke and wrote those words with, it might have been rooted in in just delusional self-belief a little bit. I think any leader or anybody needs to have confidence in themselves, but to step out on a ledge and say, this is going to work for me and to not know yet if it really is, that takes either a lot of courage or stupidity or a lot of both. And boy, do I have a lot of both. And looking over the last four years, man, I never wanted to stay in Kentucky. My entire thing was based on what is the fastest way that I can get back out of Kentucky and, get, and, and move out of Louisville, but this time do it on my own terms 
and carve out my own path for myself. I'm not just going to move to any city to take any job just because I so desperately want out of Kentucky. This time, I'm going to do it right. And you know what? It took me four years, but I'll be goddamned if I didn't do exactly what I said. And I came back to Kentucky. I started writing for Mike Rutherford. I started working with ESPN as a runner and doing some utilities work. And that was like 2018, back into 2018. And then 2019 rolls along. I'm trying to get on with these radio stations. I get on with one. I sell Four Roses bourbon. I get a couple other sponsors. Things are going well, but I really wasn't jiving with my boss. That guy's a fucking loser. And honestly, just, uh, just, just, uh, you know what? I, it's not even, it's not even worth it. But I was miserable working there. I think it is a great place to start. Terrible place to be. Okay. And I, I'm, I'm there. And then COVID hits. And I, at that point, was trying to make the jump to 680. And God, am I glad that that didn't work out. Because if I had to work under Drew Diener, noted woman beater, and trying to send with him and that hack Andy Sweeney, I would be like running up against a ceiling that I just want no part of. I, I just, now that it's, it's passed and it's gone, I'm so glad that never worked out. Because think about it. They're rotten to the core. And if I'm trying to ascend and work my way up, who am I trying to impress? Those guys. Those guys at the top. And the fact that he's back on air is crazy. It, I have, you know, I, you know, I, I have <sighs> histories of domestic violence. I've, I've been a victim. My mother's been a victim. It's something that is very prevalent in my life, so I take that very serious. And I can tell you this, if there was video of Diener bashing his girlfriend's head into the windshield, then he would be done. But because there's not video, he's back on air. Isn't that fucked up? It's like the Ray Rice thing. When Ray Rice was suspended, everything was okay. But then when the video came out, Ray Rice never worked in the NFL again. That's what would have happened, but you know, I guess that little weasel got away that time, you know? It sickens me. It's disgusting. And uh, I think 680 is rotten to the core. And I am so glad that I never had to come into that. But at the time, I thought this is the only place for me. If I'm at the small station, I'm trying to get to the slightly less small station. I'm not going to, I mean, it's a bigger station, but it's a small market. So, I mean, come on. I'm like, dude, do I, is this what I want to do? And, and because it didn't work out, that's when I opted to go, you know what? Fuck them all. I don't need them. I don't. I don't need them at all. I can build my own studio. I'm a sound expert. I know exactly how to do that. And I'm going to go do my own thing. And then Uber Stories was born. And through 2020 and 2021, I hustled my ass off. I came down to Atlanta. I started doing more cities. I pitched the Beltline. Then I went on to Nashville, Chicago, and Columbus. I hired an intern in between Chicago and Columbus. And Columbus, I brought the intern with me, and that's where the open mic sessions was born, and I brought all this shit together. If you've been listening to this show, you know that I've been building this thing block by block, brick by brick, like any great entrepreneur. And each time I went to one of those cities, I feel like I added a little bit more to my game. I perfected something. I troubleshot on the fly. I failed, but I succeeded in that I continued to go and do it again and again and again. 
And as I was thinking about how to transition, because at some point I'm like, all right, great. I don't really need the Uber stories thing anymore. I'm just going to go all in on open mic sessions and interviews, which have been fucking phenomenal. Shout the fuck out to all my guests. Okay. But that's where I go. I need a way to make money. Now, how am I going to do that? And I thought that I had stumbled onto a perfect opportunity. This is what got me really fucking depressed and why I've ballooned in weight because of my just vicious binge eating. It's just been, it's a whole other podcast. But um, I thought that I was going to move to Austin, Texas and go be the head of a podcasting division at a company. And it came down to me and another person and they ended up going with the other person. And you know, the corporate hiring process sucks so much and people are so full of shit and that that company was kind of full of shit. And when I got to the end of it, it had dragged out for a few months and so here I am like a fucking jerk off thinking that I'm going to move to Austin. I'm telling people because I'm excited about it and then it doesn't work out. And when that doesn't work out, dude, if you're in sales and you've ever been like, I'm going to close this deal, I'm going to close it, it's closed, and then for whatever reason it doesn't close and you already told people about it, how shitty do you feel? It feels awful. It feels awful. And so I had to stew with that and sit with that for a while. But I got over it. I put that episode out and that's that's kind of like fast forward to one of those last episodes that I did where I'm like, hey, I just need to focus on getting a job. That's my number one goal right now. I will come back to the show. I will come back to the, this isn't going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to get on some new medication and try and figure my brain chemistry out. And I did that. And then I found this opportunity. And here I am sitting in a hotel room taping this episode. And it's it's been a wild ride, man. So over the last four years, Living in Kentucky, it was great. I got to live with my brother in probably the best setup possible, and I cherished those moments. You know, I lived with my brother when I was a senior at UK. He was a sophomore. He lived with me, and we shared a room when we were kids, and we're just very close, and getting to live with my brother for the last four years, it, it makes me emotional to think about because... Without him sacrificing and covering my half of the rent for the last four years, I would not be able to be sitting here doing this right now, man. And just the selflessness that it that it took and just the fact that he believed in me and that he wasn't like, dude, this isn't like you're trying to become like something, like you can do this and I believe in you and that made it possible for me to be here and uh, the love and support of my mom and my sister and my family, like, so key, so key. So I'm just, I'm sad that I'm not going to be living with my brother anymore. I am excited to be in a big city, but I am sad. Yeah, I'm sad. I'm sad to be losing my best friend and my brother right there, but I'm not losing him. It's not like he's like, you just killed him off the show or something, you know? It's like, no, he's doing great. He actually just got a puppy. She's an Airedale Terrier. Her name is Julep. She's very cute. So like my last two weeks in Kentucky, I got to hang out with a puppy. I was chilling you know and getting ready for this move packing up all my stuff and yeah it sucks that I've got to be here in this hotel room for five weeks until my apartment's ready but you know what on the other end of that five weeks is exactly what I want it is exactly the space I want it's got a big ass walk-in closet that I'm going to turn into a studio and I'm just going to get I've already got this rack it's like a big garment rack for all my shirts to hang on so I'm chilling man 
I just got to make it through these next five weeks. It's like a boot camp. I'm back in the gym. Shout out to the forum. What's up? Uh, I am getting back on the elliptical and, and just I'm back and I'm better, man. I'm back and I'm better. And that's the title of this episode. I'm back and I'm better because over the next four or five weeks, I'm sitting on content. I have so many great episodes to put out. I can't even wait for you guys to hear these guests. The one that I'm going to do next week is with Sarah Cummins. It is so personal. She comes on and is so vulnerable. It is so powerful. She is such a powerful woman and businesswoman and CEO and leader, and I just admire her so much. And the fact that she was willing to come on and share everything that she did with me, just it, it, is, it, it means the world to me. And I cannot wait for everybody to hear that episode as well as Jamie Ledden the next week, Nick Jordan, Andy Sly. I've got a birthday coming up. I'm about to be Dirty 30 here next month. It's Gemini season in like four days, so watch the fuck out. But man, life is good. Life is beautiful again. It's like I I say this thing in my head when things are going good. It's just kind of this moment where I go, and just like that, life was beautiful again, and here we are, and here we are. So fast forward to now. And I'm sitting in a pretty good spot, man. I'm a chief storyteller. I'm not even 30 years old yet. And it's funny, when Matthew McConaughey got hired on with Wild Turkey as their chief storyteller, I wrote that down. It was so significant to me. I go, what was that? What is that? I need to know more about that. How can I do that? And now here I am. And now here it is. You know? It's crazy, man. It's crazy. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know what my take on manifesting is, if it is just like stupid bullshit or if there is something to it. Because all I know is that that's what I've been doing and it worked. Now, I don't know if it worked because I manifested it and then went and worked for it and like spoke it into existence. I don't know. But all I can say is I did that and then it happened. So you tell me, all right? You be the judge. I report, you decide. (laughs) I do want to let you guys know too that now look my schedule is changing I'm now working full days five and six days a week I'm going to be swamped for a while and from time to time if I don't have an episode ready to go already taped like an interview if I haven't been able to if the schedules haven't worked out now my schedule is very different I'm going to be taping a lot on nights or the weekends and sometimes people very busy people they don't want to do a podcast interview on the weekends so I'm going to have to find time and get creative and how I can make this happen but in the meantime if there's a week that I don't have an interview ready to go I'm not going to go a week without doing an episode. I'm just going to come on and just talk like this and just speak from the heart and just rip it. And I'll probably have things that are important that I want to talk about. I'll check in with you, tell you how I'm doing, and tell you what I'm working on and what I'm excited about that's coming ahead. And I might just start riffing on different topics that I've been studying. You know, I, I, I listen, like the I do my own research crowd can fuck off, but I actually do spend a lot of time reading articles and like peer reviewed journals and like, I'm, I don't know, I'm a nerd, you know, but, but I love that stuff. And especially as it relates to society and people and stories, I'm just all about it, man. So that's what I consume in my free time. You know, I watch documentaries and I read peer-reviewed journals sometimes and, and just different articles, but I'm just, I'm wildly fascinated by it. And so as I'm doing deep dives on these topics, I may do an episode on that. And so 
I will try my best to have interviews lined up, but there may be a week where I just couldn't get to it, and I'm not going to let that week go by without an episode. It just won't be an interview, but it'll still be great content. I'll still give you everything I got, and I'm still not going to waste a single minute of this because this is truly where I want to be, and I've I don't know what else to say, but this is where I want to be, and this is what I want to be doing, and I'm kind of living my best life, and three, two, one, glow up. I I mean, that's what I keep telling myself, too, is three, two, one, glow up. That's the approach that I'm taking to the gym. My body, I said this in a previous episode, I'm a BBM, you know, I'm a big, beautiful man. I just need to get back on that elliptical and uh, get the eating right. And now that I have a job and that things are going a lot better, I don't have as much to be depressed about. That's really not how it works. You got to understand you could be having like the greatest day ever. And if you're bipolar and your brain decides to say you're depressed now, guess what? You're depressed now, you know, but it does help if things are generally going well for you. Your, your well-being is in a good spot. So I hope to be doing less of binge eating. You know, um, but it's just, you know, it's just one of those things. It's just one of those days. You know what I mean? Like, that's real. But I am very excited. Uh, I think I kept this one as brief as possible and told you everything that you need to know. I've got some great guests lined up. Oh, and by the way, the open mic sessions. Um, I will be doing more of those as time goes on. I need to get a couple things in place. I'm probably at least a month away from my first one. But now that I have these fringe benefits of Cinemaker and what it does and what it allows me to do, broadcasting, it's great. I'm going to be spending a lot more time on camera, which is also kind of why I need to hit the elliptical, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I, I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be all right. Everything is unfolding how it's supposed to and you can't see these things from a bird's eye view when you're flying over and you're trying to like look over your own life and you can only see as far ahead as you can see but just keep going man just keep going because you never know where the road's going to take you it winds and it goes up and down and sometimes it comes to a dead end but eventually it takes you where you need to be believe that believe that so With all that said, I will talk to you guys next week. I've got a great, 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 one of the best ones that I've ever done, honestly, and one of the best guests that I've ever had on. I'm just like, I I cannot wait. It's going to be a great episode, and I hope you'll come back next week and tune into it. And I hope you'll stay riding with me to see where the rest of this thing goes because this is a huge step, but we're far from over. We're far from over, baby. We're far from perfect, and we're far from over. So this is just the beginning of this new phase of my life. I guess the mixtape days are over in a sense, but until I get the show sponsored, my personal show sponsored, I'm signed by Cinemaker, right? Like they're backing me now. I found my home, but my show and the sponsorships that I sell are totally separate from that. So I'm still kind of in the mixed day phase, if you will, but we are moving towards profitability and we're moving towards some big levels. So thank you to everybody that's been riding with me until now. You better stay strapped in, baby, because we got so much further to go. There is so much more. There's so much more coming. So I hope you'll continue to ride with me. All right. That's all I got. I am Ben Tompkins. That is real talk.